0: Hello! Welcome to Chance Time, the generic video game podcast hosted by three generic men. One (laughs) being Ryan Speakman, that is me. And another being Curtis Lowe. That's me. And one more who is Paul Bills. That's me. That's all of us here at Chance Time.
1: Later, uh, I did my, be like, I did my best did to sound exactly like you guys. Did it work? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually thought I was talking to myself.
1: <laughs> Sorry, what were we going to say, Curtis?
2: I was just saying people are going to forget who's who because they're all so generic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, we got a lot to talk about because we always spend way too much talking about these <laughs> Video game presentation, so enough banter. Let's get into Mike Struckerberg's One Thing. Uh, and I am going to start today. Uh, I, as as many people know, a game Paul has been talking about on mobile devices called Beatstar. Beatstar a uh sort of guitar hero, hero clone for for mobile game our mobile the mobile platform i guess
3: uh-huh
0: um paul is like number who knows how what his ranking is in the the united states like 50 or something like that
1: uh, i don't even know i haven't checked today
0: yeah you're one of the greats when it comes to beat star <laughs> I will say I have beaten two of your high scores. Ooh, it's on. And I will not tell you which ones, because I know (laughs) once you find out, (laughs) you will beat them. (laughs) I'm Uh, all the
1: way down to 74. I'm in trouble.
0: I mean, you're still number 74 in the entire country. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's been a long time since I've played a mobile game this much, and... When I first got a smartphone, I dabbled in a lot of the popular ones, but I I quickly learned most mobile games aren't really for me, but getting back into this one, uh, there's something I want to discuss that I always find very interesting, and that is the marketing strategy for other mobile games. Ugh. So when you this play This could
1: be a whole episode.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you play Beatstar, you uh, earn cards and after it used to not be like this, but now after every single time you play a song, you can watch an ad to earn two cards. And if you get enough cards, you can open a box which gets you a new song. So being a game that I I'm playing here and there, in, in breaks every time i finish a song i i want to get more song more songs so i am watching these ads for cards and i don't know where to start with this but <laughs> i a lot of these ads use similar strategies uh the most popular seems to be someone playing a game and intentionally getting everything wrong Ugh, I hate no, it so much. I, <laughs> uh, which is very frustrating because you're like, no, put that puzzle block in that space. It's clear it goes there.
3: Or, and what I are
2: like you-? how they always like hover the right one, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, no, I'm gonna take this obviously ring- incorrect one.
0: <laughs> or why are you pouring lava onto the person you're trying to save? It's clearly <laughs> you don't remove that <laughs> that key, or it's gonna. It's going to make you lose. Have
1: so, you seen the ones that are like, I've tried 3,333 times and I can't <laughs> figure it out.
0: I have. I, I haven't seen as many of those in, in Beatstar. Right. But I, I do uh, know that. Uh, the other strategy is tie a game to what your IQ is. Yep. There yep. are <laughs> many, uh, many games that claim that playing it at least once a day will raise your IQ or if you have the IQ of an old old woman or man that's not good but you also can't have an IQ of a baby cuz that's also not good
1: yeah they like tie it to <laughs> age and then they're like oh whoops this was a bad plan yeah we can't go too young or that doesn't make <laughs> sense either <laughs>
0: um but there, there are some other strategies that are interesting to me uh, and other ads that I find intriguing. I thought I had a good idea of what Candy Crush was. <laughs> but after seeing several ads about Candy Crush, I have no idea what's going on in that game. Because it's, it's supposed to be a simple match-three puzzle game. But... When I watch the ad, I see them move like one candy, and then lightning strikes everything, a UFO comes out, zaps bunch of stuff. It's very confusing. But I don't I don't understand how it got so popular.
1: Yeah, so the the strategy I really like I cannot find an explanation for and it drives me crazy is when, and it's a little bit what you're saying with Candy Crush, when, like, it's so obviously an entirely different genre of game. Like, when the advertisement basically makes it look like an action game, but it's clearly just a stupid match-three game, or vice versa. Yeah. It's like, why mark it as an entirely different thing like, What is the logic behind this? Or like, so many games market as a pull-the-pin puzzle game, but that's not the game at all. It's yeah. like a Clash <laughs> of Clans clone. I don't understand the strategy at all. I can't find an explanation and it just drives me crazy.
0: There is one more I want to talk about before we, we move on, and that is the you will win money by playing this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Have you gotten the Snoop Dogg one? Uh,
0: I think I've gotten that one a few times. I know I've got yeah. a, another celebrity one. Yeah, Blackout Bingo is the big one that I always get.
1: Yeah. Have you gotten the one with the girl who's like, I know you guys are sick of me talking about these games, <laughs> but this is legit.
0: Quite familiar. <laughs> um, part of me wants to do the experiment for people where I download each of these games and say, this is how much money I won by playing each of these games for a week. But I'm also afraid all of my money will be stolen.
1: Right. (laughs) Or (laughs) your phone's going to get a virus or
3: something.
1: (laughs) The chance time, in-depth report.
0: (laughs) But yeah, it's every time I... I watch one of those ads, I'm like, I gotta talk about this on, on the podcast, but there's always so much other things, but this, yeah, was, this was the time.
3: This was
1: the time. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's a whole world that just makes no sense.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, it does kind of make sense. Like, <laughs> I could see a kid like downloading a game because he's like, I could do better than this guy's doing on the ad or yeah like oh I could win all this money of of course I'm gonna download it. Or like I could see like a an older person being like I wonder what my IQ is. They've probably done studies to to see what my IQ will be based on this game. Maybe that <laughs> one's a little more far fetched, but <laughs> <laughs> anyways it's uh it seems crazy, but it's probably a multi-billion-dollar uh, business for a reason. So, I would love to sit in on the the marketing strategy. Yeah, like meetings though for them.
1: I thought, like, is there just some conference somewhere, and someone gave this like super good talk about everyone pull the pin is the marketing strategy. I don't care what your game <laughs> is. <laughs> and they were all like yes he's so right <laughs> my
2: favorite ones are always the one where it's literally just if your number is bigger you win yes I you're even worse
1: yeah and it's like it's like plus 10 or times 20 and the and the player in the ad goes to the plus 10 and you're like are you freaking serious yeah. <laughs> but then it's like,
2: okay, now I'm going to take my number 20 against this 2,000 and see if I can win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, <no>. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Curtis, what do you got for us today?
2: Real quick, speaking of all the mobile ads, oh yeah. Uh, if people watch Game Theory at all, and I, I think they did a video on it. And oh, if it's actually legal, their advertising, if it's even legal or not, because he talks about the pin games and oh, how it's not even an actual game once you download it. Right. And I can't remember exactly how, but I mean, I guess spoilers for the game theory video, <laughs> but it is like barely legal, I think. I oh, have interesting. to go back and watch it.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm and then actually interested about, in too. watching that too.
2: Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And then he, I don't know if it's in that video, but at some point he made a joke video about the lore of some ads for one of these weird games. And then people really liked it. So now he's made like five of them. (laughs) He's like, like, I don't remember, like some ladies like garden mansion and you go in the game, you like go and like rebuild a garden that your parents left you or something and your grandma's there. But then in like the ads, there's like all this scandalous stuff going on. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> and he's, so he made a video about it and then people like, got like really high views. so he just he's made a whole bunch of them now and they're kind of funny
0: that's really so, funny
2: worth checking out
0: I'll be looking
2: um, yeah I don't have a link on hand but it's a thing um, my one thing is Slay the Spire again because I've been playing it a lot lately because it's just easy to pick up and play for a little bit and then put back down which makes it easy to just play a whole bunch. Um, my problem with it is the. Have you guys played it? I can't remember. I have not. No. So. I don't. Okay, so it's a lot like other roguelikes where, in order to get to like the final final boss, you have to do a few runs to unlock a few things first. You know. Yeah. So I've done that, and when I get to the last boss, you go through like three bosses like, three areas, fight the bosses there. And for whatever reason, that last boss, sometimes I don't even get to the last boss. There's, like, a mini-boss before the boss, and the difficulty spike is insane. (laughs) Like, I'll just crush everything on my way there, and then I get to the mini-boss before the actual boss, barely, like, just scrape through, and then the main boss hits me, like, so hard and so fast that I just don't even have a chance to even block anything, and I just immediately die. Mm. And I can't figure out what I'm supposed to do because I feel like I get like the best runs, you know, I'm destroying everything, doing great, and then I just can't do it all of a sudden. And it just boggles my mind. And I keep thinking if I could get the same run that I'd had the very first time I played this game with my insane block and all the damage I was doing with it, I could maybe do it. But now the problem is I'm unlocking all these other cards, and now I can't find the cards that I want for that initial run. Yeah. Now I can't do it, (laughs) and it's frustrating. (laughs) But it's fun, so I want to like beat it. But it's so hard. So if anyone has any tips for Slay the Spire
3: and its boss, let me know, because. It's driving me crazy. What are you saying? Um,
1: I don't know if I've made it to what you're talking about, and I've played a lot of that game.
2: Um, there's a. It threw me off the first time. You get to this little mini boss before the main boss. It's like a you're like surrounded by two enemies. Usually, your character is on the left, and then the bat- and then the enemies are on the right side. This time, you're in the middle, and there's one on each
1: side of you. I don't think I've ever played this. In there?
2: Okay. So that's frustrating, because the first time I got there, I'm like, what is even happening? And the other thing I noticed, this game's really fun, but there's just little things I noticed that I'm like, this is kind of annoying. One of the things is sometimes the way the UI is, the cards, as you're looking through your hand, will cover up, like the health of yes. enemies and stuff. And I can't see uh, if I'm even going to be able to like kill them on my next attack or not. That kind of thing. It's worse in the, in this, uh, when you get surrounded by these two enemies, cause then you can't see what your status is sometimes. Like you can't even see how much health you have. And it's like, am I going to live? <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's kind of annoying. There's some UI choices that could have been better. I think.
1: Yeah. I have 30 hours in this game and I'm, I don't remember this. I don't think I've ever seen this.
2: You have to, you basically have to have a successful run with all three classes. Oh. And then you do another run with whoever (sighs) you want. That unlocks a fourth class. Um, You don't have to do that one if you don't want to. But then on the next runs, in order to get to the last area, you have to get three keys.
1: Oh, yes. Okay. I was trying to do that. When I first, when I kind of gave up on this game because I could just, I either like didn't see them or just didn't work, and then I think something else came out and I got distracted. So yeah, okay, I'm on board. I actually
2: found it's really easy to get the keys. I can get the first the keys in the first area, and I'm Uh. good to go from there. Um, The other annoying thing about the keys is you you always have to give up upgrades in order to get them, essentially, unless there's ways to get them after the first area. I always rush in the first year, so maybe I should try that. Because a lot of times you'll get to it, like, you'll go to one of the campfires, and instead of resting or upgrading one of your cards, you can get the key. But then that means you don't get the rest or upgrade a card, which is kind of a bummer. Right. And sometimes you open a chest, and then you'll get money, and then and you'll
3: have to pick th- between a relic or the key. So stuff like that happens, and it's kind of annoying. But Yeah.
2: I like I wanna beat it now because I've played it so much and I feel like I keep having good runs. But I just can't make it. So if anyone has any tips, let me know in our official Chance Time Discord server.
0: I was I was actually Lincoln. I was thinking about that while you were talking and I I forgot to introduce as the squishy boys.
3: Oh
2: yeah, the squishy boys. <laughs> No one was even in the server. No one's even going to get the joke. I know. That's okay. But I don't even get some of our jokes sometimes.
0: Yeah. But just know you're missing out on why we're called the Squishy Boys now.
2: <laughs> Squishy Boys. It's a cool server. There's even uh, two custom emojis. <laughs> <laughs> More to come, though.
0: So exciting. Exciting so stuff. Exciting. So cool. Um all right Paul Your Mike Struckerberg's one thing.
3: Sifu, baby. Whoa,
0: that did not what? that did not come across intelligible on the the mic.
1: Nope. I want to talk about Sifu. Oh. Sifu is uh. is so
0: good. Uh. Now I
1: have to get too close to this mic. I want to uh.
0: I want to isolate that and, like, play it during random <laughs>
3: parts of the show.
0: <laughs> Let's hear uh, it.
1: Oh, man. It's it's all I want to be doing at any given point of the day right now. Um, <laughs> it's crazy hard. <laughs> um, But I still really want to play it for some reason, even though other stuff that's this hard... I turned off immediately but this one I'm like no I, I could do it I could do it um, no matter what you think you understand about the age mechanic of this game you do not understand it until you play it like it is one of the more truly unique mechanics in any game I've played in a long time like it almost feels like board gamey the way it works um, cause it's every time you die, your death counter goes up and then, so death counter goes up first. And then after your death counter goes up, your current death counter gets added to your age. So you start the game at 20. The first time you die, you go to 21, but the second time you die, you go to 23 because you've now died twice. Mm. But certain, like, mini-boss enemies reduce your death counter. So you can, like, reset it if you don't die and you um, fight, basically, mini-bosses. You can get it back to zero, so that next time you die, you only go up one. Um, and then every decade that you progress you have a lower a shorter health bar but you do more damage and i think i actually don't know like what the final um age is i think it might be 80 i thought it was 75 but then last night i made it to 77 and it let me keep playing
3: hmm.
1: so i think it's 80 um when you make it to 80 Your entire game is over, but you can go back. So there's five levels in the game. You can go back and play any level after a game over, and you start that level at the lowest age you were when you started that level. Okay. So you can go back and play. uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, no, like, if you so basically, it's uh, like. The first level, you always start at 20, because that was the lowest level that you ever started that level at. Mm -hmm. Or that's the lowest age you ever started that level. And you can't get lower than that, because that's the starting age. But in the second level, like, if you die a bunch and you're 35 by the time you make it to the second level, after a game over, you can restart just at the second level, but you have to be 35. Got it. So you can go back and replay the first level and have like a no death run and make it to the second level at age 20. And then if you have a game over, you can just start at the second level at age 20 again. And so it's kind of like when you die the second
0: time, let's say you die age 30 or you get to level two at age 35 and you choose to start from there again. If you die again, can you start there again from age 35 or you start from the beginning? Okay
1: no yeah that's permanent yeah got it so it's kind of this like how like how much do you want to front load you know do you want to push yourself to perfect the early levels and give yourself the best possible chance in the later levels or do you think like or do you think you can just push through it and it's like yeah that's good enough i'll keep starting at age 35 i don't want to go back and redo the first level It's really interesting. Um, And it's also interesting, like, in my mind, I keep switching back and forth between, like, no, I want to perfect the level, basically, like, have a perfect run of each level and then go to the next one. Um, But there's also, like, uh, you earn XP, and XP can unlock skills. And if you unlock skills five times, they're permanently unlocked for for any future run. So there's also, like, should I just grind and, like, not really care, like, keep doing the first level just to try to learn the game better, but also um, to get XP to just permanently unlock stuff so I have an even better chance for the future levels. Like, it's, it's really interesting how the systems come together. And it's, like, it's almost, like, so roguelite that it's not even really roguelike anymore. <laughs> um like they put in so many of these like other systems on top of it that it's like this is just kind of like a high score game it's not even really roguelite anymore <laughs> <laughs> um but like and that's all like the meta system but the moment-to-moment gameplay is just so so good and so hard <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's, like, it's basically, like, a single-player fighting game, but you can be fighting more than one person at once. Um, And the art style is just consistently so cool. The environments that they put you in are are just, like, peak action movie-type environments. Like, every one is just, like, so stereotypical. Like, yeah, this is the coolest scene from your favorite action movie. Um, and you're just in this like sandbox beating up all these people in this super cool environment. Um, yeah, I, I don't even, I've been rambling for a long time about this, but it's very, very cool. And I have beaten two of the five bosses, but it was a, a real sacrifice to get through that second boss. Mm-hmm. Like, He has one move that I do not know how to avoid. And I can show up there like at age 30. And when I finally beat it, like I I tried like four times, just like trying to go straight to the boss as fast as possible. Every time I would get there like age 30 ish. Um, But then he would just kill me so many times that it would be game over because I just do not know how you avoid One particular move. There's one move. Like, I can. I think I'm in it, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be the one. And then when you almost kill him, he he busts out this new move that I just cannot seem to find a way to dodge, like, no matter what input I do. Like, I, I still don't get it. The only way I finally beat him was just by, like, running away and getting little tiny hits here and there. And I beat him at, like, age 56 or something. He still killed me a bunch of times. So I have, like, no hope actually getting to the end of the game, you know, because I'm only on the third level at age 56. So I have to go back and do it again. But I, I just had to figure out, how do you avoid this one move? But, but so then I got sick of that. So I was like, let's go all the way back to the first level and see if I can beat that no-death run. And that's the last thing I did. And I almost did it. I I finished the first level with only one death. And now I'm kind of like, well, I'm so close. I just should go back and do it again and just try (laughs) to get the no death run. And then, like, consider that level perfected, you know, and then move on. And it's really interesting how the game kind of pushes you and pulls you of, like, like, you can decide how you approach it, but there's so many things kind of, like, pushing you. You want to go see what's next, but... Do you want to give yourself a better chance when seeing what's next by going back and trying to do better at what you've already beaten? Um, and the fact that it's all kind of optional and you feel like you can play in the sandbox is really what makes it feel like it's not really roguelike at all. Because you can. it feels like you have a ton of freedom to just pick where to go and what to try next. Um, but so I, I, I really appreciate that.
0: I was under the impression that it was not roguelike at all. Like, in the first yeah place. like,
1: yeah, so, and that that's fair, but <laughs> it's like people have <laughs> people have labeled it as roguelike,
2: yeah, I've heard that,
1: yeah, burning around, so i I don't even know, um, but the point is it's it's super, super fun,
0: I am getting uh, more and more excited to play this game i I don't think it will be as soon as I want still, but it sounds really cool. Everybody is talking about how hard it is, but they just <laughs> want to keep playing it. And yeah, that sounds like my style for sure.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the reaction I wish I had had to Returnal. Mm. Like, Returnal was super hard, but then with the whole like save state thing and losing it yeah. just by switching, I was just like, I just can't do it. Like, I. It's not worth it to put in the time. Sifu makes it feel like, okay, it is worth it to put in the time, and you can switch to another game without being punished. So that's a big bonus there.
3: Awesome.
0: Well, yeah,
2: I only had plans to buy Elden Ring and the new Zelda if it comes out this year. And now there's all these games that I'm like, I want to buy that one,
1: too. <laughs> it's a real
0: problem. It's too many games. No time to
3: play them. Mm-hmm
1: any yeah that's the other thing i gotta rush through sifu because i don't want to have to pick between sifu and horizon forbidden west mm. yeah
2: this weekend right
1: no it's uh the next 18th weekend. next weekend right. i don't i don't think it's gonna happen though i don't think i'm gonna beat sifu so
0: so will you we're gonna see, not we're gonna see buy horizon forbidden west until you beat oh, sifu
1: I pre-ordered it forever ago, so oh, it's okay. coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Will you not take it out of the plastic or
1: press it into PlayStation? Digitally. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't even know. I'll have to figure it out. <laughs> well,
0: I'm excited to hear the update on that.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: All
0: right. Let us get into our topic for today. So, real quick,
2: real quick, real quick. Oh, yeah.
0: Go for it, Curtis.
2: Great news! There's a third emoji on the Discord
1: server. <laughs> oh, it's all happening so fast. That's all.
0: <laughs> wow! You can only find out by joining. We'll probably yeah, put the saying. the link in in the description of that. Yeah, I'm not saying
2: what's not what they are. Got you gotta it. Come find
0: out. <laughs> um. All right, topic. We lied last week. If I don't remember if we actually said what we were going to talk about this week. But we were going to talk about... Uh, ...yearly gaming franchises with special guest Nick Hargraves. But he was upset to know. Well, <laughs> I don't know if he was that upset. But we did have the announcement of a Nintendo Direct and... If you've listened to our previous episodes, for some reason we've taken it upon ourselves to spend hours and hours reviewing each direct that's uh, come out. And so we figured we would hold the tradition and next week will be the yearly franchises episode. Um, so yeah, that's what we're talking about. I'm, I'm going to flip the script on us a little bit right up top do you guys think this was good direct okay direct or not great direct you may use different adjectives if you want (laughs) paul bills what do you think three
1: adjectives (laughs) um i thought it was pretty good but every direct is just so shadowed by zelda at this point Mm -hmm. i like No one can be happy if there's no Zelda, which is kind of sad, but that's just the fact of life right now. (laughs) It cannot be a great direct without Zelda.
0: Do you think Zelda still has a chance? Because they did not announce their holiday game. The closest they came was September.
1: Yeah. So this, and they said explicitly, this is focused on games of the first half of 2022. Yeah. So I think Zelda still has a chance. Um, but I, I just kind of feel bad for all these other legitimately cool games that like no one is happy to see them because, like, if Zelda was here, I think everyone's perception of every other game in this direct would be improved.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Curtis, no, Zelda, no Zelda, Curtis. What do you think?
2: I mean, it depends on what you're into, I think. Okay, but I personally thought it was, it was pretty great. I want to say great because I don't know. There wasn't there wasn't any uh, chocobo GP in here.
0: Uh,
2: that was kind of a bummer.
0: Oh, we'll get to but... it. I think there was something very similar. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, some some chocobo GP ripoff. I think. Um, <laughs> no, um, yeah. Just if you take into the fact that they're focused on just like our the first part of the year and nothing else, which should just immediately disqualify the new zelda from being present at all which it did um like it's a pretty good showing really it's not like incredible it just depends on what you're into if you're really into like rpgs and stuff i think it's pretty exciting there's some really cool stuff in here um other than that though there's a lot of stuff that we kind of already knew about i'd say like splatoon and stuff and some ports advance wars
3: so i don't know there's there's games in here that i didn't know about that i'm excited about now yeah cool it's
2: um, it pretty great it was pretty great i think it was it's good stuff
0: i think it was great i don't think it was perfect I like how we're all just using different adjectives to say it's this, but not quite the tier we were hoping for. <laughs> um, but I, as a Nintendo fan, I was pretty happy with this. And I kind of feel like I'm pretty happy with most of their beginning of the year directs because it, it's kind of like an exciting time of like, we have vague ideas of what's coming up up to March. But we're getting closer to March and we don't know what's coming out after that and I I don't know, as someone who's bought a lot of the Nintendo Switch games that were mostly first party, I like the years when there's something coming out every month. Like I I feel like that's exciting and I feel like they kind of delivered on that. Um, I would have been more upset about Zelda, and I—I I actually I haven't seen a lot of people being disappointed Zelda wasn't there, but I haven't looked at comments too closely.
2: Um, I mean, if you look at the if you see the YouTube comments while it's going, everyone's disappointed all the uh,
0: time. Yeah, that's everyone's true. No one's ever happy, so <laughs> just don't ever look at those. <laughs> I usually turn those off.
2: Yeah, it's not worth it.
0: <laughs> but no one's happy there. I like that they they kept the possibility open by not announcing that holiday game. Where people can still speculate and I think if they announce something else for the holiday, that's when people I uh, that's when maybe I would have been disappointed, but I don't know. Uh, but we'll we'll get into it. Let's uh let's start with the first announcement: Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Uh,
1: is it actually called Fire Emblem Warriors? It, I didn't notice that.
0: Oh, maybe it's not.
1: Pretty sure it is.
0: I thought it was two. Because it is a Warriors game. It's
1: definitely yeah. a
0: Warriors game.
2: It's definitely a Warriors sure game.
1: I just didn't know if they had put that in the title i just didn't catch that
0: all of the youtube videos coming up oh yeah nintendo.com has it listed as fire emblem warriors three hopes
1: oh okay Uh, i've
2: been pretty consistent with the warriors yeah yeah
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: and paul i know you played fire emblem warriors the first one yes i did any any thoughts on a new entry (sighs)
1: Um it's kinda similar to Hyrule Warriors where I don't really see the point of playing a second one. Yeah. Like what is this genre called? Like Misu or something like that? Mosu? I'm so sorry to that? people who
2: muso Muso? Muso? The
1: the Warriors genre whatever you call it. Um, Yeah, I
0: call it a strategic war simulator.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. (laughs) Uh, I just, like, the formula is so standard on these that I just do not feel the need to play more of them. Like, I probably shouldn't have even played two of them with Hyrule Warriors and Fire Emblem Warriors. Like it's just like I the fantasy of like the one versus one thousand thing is super fun. But it's like it actually becomes quite tedious level to level in my experience. Um and it just gets kind of stressful because your map is just like, oh, you need to go over here. Oh, now run over here. And it's like it's not actually hard to fight anybody. It's just annoying to have to, like, micromanage the battlefield this way. Um, and I never played Fire Emblem Three Houses. So I don't, like, know or love these characters. And that also does not... Like, so maybe if I did love these characters, I'd be like, I don't care, I'll take anything more of these characters and it'll just be, like, a fun, like, casual... um experience you know cutting through all these bad guys as my favorite characters and hearing their dialogue and getting a little bit of story but yeah like this right now not on my radar at all like good for the people who want it but for me it's like yeah but like call me when there's like an actual difference to one of these games
0: (laughs) and see i I'm okay with more warriors games, but Mm. not necessarily fire emblem. I'll probably play. Mm. I would probably play a new Hyrule warriors just cause I Mm. love Zelda. And I love like, part of it is for me, like I like grinding sometimes for this sort of stuff. And I like seeing what new character I'm going to get. And like, if there's nothing else out for my switch, like it is a, a fun time. In general, but yeah, I I played Fire Emblem Three Houses and wasn't super excited about the characters still. Mm. But there is an audience for this, Curtis. What do you say? What do you say?
2: No, I, I agree. I think people are going to be excited about it. Who are excited about it? I tried the was it Calamity Age yeah, of Calamity? Yeah, I tried the demo, and I felt the same way Paul felt. Where I was just, I felt like I was just mashing buttons. And then it told me to run over here and mash buttons. Yeah, that's a really like simplified way to look at it, but I don't know. I just couldn't get into it, and it felt really monotonous and repetitive to me. <clears throat> so, yeah, and I didn't play uh, Three Houses either, so it's definitely not for me. But I know people like these games, so it makes sense that they keep making them because people like them. And I say, good for those people.
0: Thank you. <laughs> um, Yeah, I really only played Hyrule Warrior, Warriors Age of Calamity, so it was good, though, for me. Not for Curtis or Paul, known haters of the Warriors franchise. Yeah. No, I liked one. No, you can't go back on it now, Paul.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I, I played one, and I was like, Okay. <laughs> I've now had that experience. I don't one, need to have it them again.
0: All. Yeah, I, they are pretty samey. Um, well, they are samey.
1: All right. But I, I will hand it to Nintendo. There was a lot of new announcements here, including this game, that are coming out, like, before June.
0: Did Fire Emblem Warriors have a
1: Yeah, it says June 24th. Wow. And, yeah. like, a, a lot of these games, we heard about them the first time today, and they're coming out June or earlier, like, yeah. some in April and May. Like, that's pretty cool, Nintendo.
3: Yeah.
2: I feel like they're good about doing that. Well, they're, they'll are announce a game, and then it's, like, coming out in just a few months. Especially these smaller ones. Nothing like the new Zelda or anything, but, you know, I guess this smaller titles, I guess, is the right term.
1: Yeah, the, like, support good about titles. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're like, big franchises, but they're not, like, the main titles in those franchises. Yeah.
0: Fair. All right, next up, we were reminded Advanced Force 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp is coming out. They gave us a release date of April 8th. I'm excited. That's all I got to say.
2: Voice acting.
0: Yeah. The animation looks great.
2: I'm also trying to remember if the originals ever had any map editors. Even if they didn't, that's a cool addition to have. Yeah. I don't know. Can you share what you create with other people, though? I don't know if I caught that or not.
0: Would be a disappointment if you couldn't.
2: Yeah, that would be kind of lame.
0: But, I mean, they made Mario Maker on the 3DS, which had similar functionality so (laughs) you never know
2: and the link awakens is that the one where you had to have the amiibo and then if you took the amiibo to someone else's they could put it on their switch and Mm. play your dungeon
0: yes that's right
2: (laughs) so you know maybe they'll do that that'd be cool
0: yeah use a zelda amiibo to get your Advance wars map onto someone else's um,
2: you think they'll make an advanced Wars Amiibo when it's just like a little tank?
1: That would be sweet. That would be cool.
0: Alright, next up we have No Man's Sky for the Switch. Mm. Once again, my opinion is why would you buy this on the Switch? But,
1: <laughs> but you get all the updates day one. Yeah. That's true. So if you've never had this experience, this is going to be a banger of a game for you.
2: And it's a perfect game to play handheld, like on the go. That's fair. I personally think those kind of like exploration type games, I think work really well on Switch.
0: Fair. All right. Next up, we have a big one. Mario Strikers Battle League. They did a pretty in depth analysis on on what's going on in this one. I have always wanted to play the Mario Striker series, but I have not had the chance yet. I did not have it in the GameCube era. So I'm personally excited to try this out. It looks really fun. What do you guys think? I just think? enjoyed the trailer. <laughs>
2: I don't know what happened first, if it was Donkey Kong just punching people out of the way, (laughs) or Bowser breathing fire on the soccer ball, and then kicking it. Or, no, he didn't kick, he just threw it. I didn't realize it was that, like, just crazy. So, that was
1: funny to me. Yeah, I really loved soccer-like sport, or whatever they described it (laughs) as in this trailer. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I wish they would have called it a Rocket League-like.
2: I do think if I had people to play this with consistently, I'd be really excited about it. The eight-player thing is really cool.
0: I am going to do everything I can to get eight people (laughs) to play it with me on one TV. That's all I want.
2: It would be a lot of fun.
0: I think it would be worth the money if I could get 8 people once to play it with me.
3: <laughs>
0: uh but yeah, yeah, the the art style is really cool too, the like anime inspired cutscenes yeah. and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah,
1: the like hand drawn over the top of the 3D how they like combine yeah. those. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it looks really cool. I have a hard time getting too excited for sports games, but this one's cool.
0: That's fair. I I am one of the few, I feel, who loved Mario Tennis Aces and liked more than other people Mario Golf um, for the Switch. And so, I don't know. I'm always excited for a new Mario sports game. I feel like I had more friends who were playing Mario Tennis Aces with me, though.
2: I knew a few people who were playing a uh, golf one, though.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. It's exciting, though, that I know a lot of people were excited for Mario Strikers coming back. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think it's a big deal.
0: Do you think, and this is a stretch, I screenshotted in Luigi's Mansion 3 a part where you go in a movie theater And there is a movie poster for Mario Strikers. Do you think that was a hint for Mario Strikers Battle League?
2: (laughs) (laughs) How many years later? How long ago was that? Like three years? Yeah,
0: three years or something. I don't know if they're affiliated (laughs) with the... uh... I don't know if it's the same company. It probably is not. Alright, anyways, moving on, we get a trailer of a helicopter swooping down, and it's filled with Inklings, revealing Splatoon 3, basically Salmon Run again, and this is just confirming to me, this is just Splatoon 2, but for some reason you're buying it again.
2: Yeah. It looks cool, though. Just, I don't know. I'm more curious to see how they implement this co-op mode, the Salmon Run. Because that was my big complaint with the last one, is I wanted to play it with friends, and they only had it available certain days for some reason. I still don't understand the reasoning behind that, so hopefully this time around you can just play it when you want to.
0: Yeah. That... It would be a huge mistake for them to do what they did last time with it.
1: Yeah. Oh, and, like, why would you promote it in one of your trailers if it's going to be, like, a limited time mode? That would be super weird. Agreed. It's like,
2: yeah, (laughs) because the first one wasn't, like, limited time. Like, it wasn't like, oh, after March, whatever, you can't play it ever again. It's like, you can only play it on this Tuesday and then this Thursday. (laughs) It's just, I don't know. It's just weird to me. Having, I'm curious to see how they improve the online stuff. Because wasn't it really hard hard to even just play the regular mode with your friends?
0: That's exactly what I was just going to say. If they fix that, where before you had to get to a certain rank before you could play on a team. And everybody you wanted to play with had to get to that rank. And it wasn't like an easy rank to get to. It wasn't like insane, but... I never got to the rank that I could play like on a team with my friends. So I feel like if they fix that and if they make salmon run something, I can do like local co-op or online co-op any day I want to, I would consider it. But other than that, not sure. All right. Sounds like we're done talking about Splatoon 3. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I
2: I feel like I want any more details
0: before I get excited about it
2: because it keeps showing cool looking trailers with cool gameplay. But yeah, all my problems with Splatoon 2 were the, I guess, infrastructure and how they implemented certain features and stuff.
0: Yeah. I will say the actual game is fun. Like I I had a great time every time I played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was announced it's going to be released summer 2022 um also Mario Strikers June 10th which I will not be playing on June 10th for that is the day I am to be wed and oh. probably, probably not a great great uh idea to hop by Walmart that yeah. day <laughs> and <laughs> grab it <laughs>
1: you just have it set up at the reception I uh, easily get 8, pl- eight players that's easily.
0: true <laughs> that's very true <laughs> alright next we have front mission first remake uh, tactical RPG don't know anything about it I don't know if you guys have anything to say about it one game's coming out soon the other game's coming out later
1: it, the only thing I'll say about this is the 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 tactical strategy game moment continues, especially on Nintendo. I was
2: just thinking, yeah, that's what I thought, too. I was like, I don't know what this is, but I got other tactical games to play.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that uh, I'm
2: probably not going to buy, but I'd rather play, I guess is what I should say. Uh,
0: next up, we had Disney Speedstorm, a Mario Kart clone. That's Disney and Pixar characters and maps.
2: No, no, no. no. It's, it's a Chocobo GP
0: knockoff. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it started to look kind of cool to me until they said free to play.
1: Mm.
0: And then they talked about all the stuff you could unlock and I was like, probably not going to touch this one.
2: And, uh, I had the same reaction. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't even like excited at first at all i was like oh another kart racer thing you know like mario kart's already huge and then i thought jocobo gp looks more interesting to me than this it's like i wonder how much it is and it's like free to play i'm like oh that makes me want to play it less for some reason
1: (laughs) i don't know why
0: Um, is this is it
1: going to be on mobile too or is it going to be on other consoles like the Switch
0: multi-platform that's all i know
1: Right, but Preston. the Switch is kind of in between, right? So it could be Switch and mobile, or it could be Switch and PC. I,
0: I agree. I got the sense that it was going to be on mobile. It seemed like a mobile... But I'll I'll look it up right now.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to look it up too, and it looks like it's... Oh, PC and consoles. Wow.
0: There you go. Not mobile.
1: Not mobile.
0: If it... If it... Is popular enough, I could see it having a mobile version.
1: Right. Yeah. A a surprising moment for kart racers, which have not had a moment in decades, I feel like. Like, the last time there was like a bunch of kart racers was what? Like, when there was Mario Kart and Crash Team Racing and Sonic Team Racing? Diddy Kong, that Racing. One, Diddy
2: Kong Racing. Yeah. Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. Like. Snowboard Kids.
1: Yeah. And now there's suddenly there's Chocobo GP. There's this. There's um, we'll get back to Mario Kart. But then there's also that one at the last Nintendo Direct that like was a mobile game and is now going to be on Switch and apparently is like a massive mobile game. <laughs> I remember, I remember into called. that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't remember that at all. It's Like a
1: bunch of kart racers all of a sudden. Like okay, I mean I will end up playing this because I have children. Fair. Um, like my one of my sons is is very into looking at the news section on the Switch, so this is inevitable to pop up, and it's inevitable that he will ask me about it. And when I say it's free, like that's game over. He will be playing it. <laughs> <laughs> So,
0: Will he be I'll become let you know. number 70 in the nation, though? <laughs>
1: that's the question. Right, we'll have to see.
2: Um, I do just kind of wish that they leaned more into the... I don't know. Disney side of it is yeah. a dumb thing to say, but I don't know. They're just all in generic cars and stuff. Like, that's not interesting to me.
1: But they have unique ultimate abilities or whatever.
2: They do, and that's cool. You maybe can the yell at people are silly.
1: Maybe the uh, the cool cars are are microtransactions, and they're not ready to show those yet.
3: Mm, probably.
0: Well, next step. We had a few announcements that I doubt we'll have much to say about. Star Wars Force Unleashed, Assassin's Creed the Ezio Collection, and SD Gundam Battle Alliance.
2: I mean, I enjoyed Star Wars and Assassin's Creed when I played them on my Xbox 360.
1: Yeah, pretty impressive that we're five years into the Switch's life cycle, and it's still like half of these announcements are ports. Yeah.
2: I'm honestly surprised that not like all of the companies that had good games from like the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 Air haven't ported all of them over yeah. yet. <laughs> like, there's there's so many games that so they could, many they could bring yeah. over. I'm like, I'm surprised they haven't yet.
0: I'm also surprised they haven't made their new marketing campaign. Everyone is here just as their company in general.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. Everything yeah. is here.
1: Uh, really, is the, the spirit of the switch in general? Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Then we have Chrono Cross Radical Dreamers Edition, remake of Chrono Cross. April seventh, twenty twenty two release date. Never That's played more
2: of the remaster. Yeah.
0: Yes, that sounds more right. Um, I don't know if I... I've never played any of the Chrono branded games, so not much to say about this for me.
2: I've started Chrono trigger a few times. I've never really played it much, though. But I want to someday. It's on my list of old games I want to play.
0: Yeah. This one seems like one people will be excited about. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, Then... We got a new trailer for Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Um, we have I forgot what the the new mode was called. Do you guys remember mouthful mouthful mode um it leaves me is so basically in the trailer, there's like these really cute animals and Kirby. Uh, they, they seem like kind of angry and run towards Kirby, but in like the way that they still seem harmless, but of course, Kirby needs to inhale them. And (laughs) then in doing so, he accidentally also inhales a car, which makes him large. And here's my question when I saw this that I, I wonder if you, you guys can have an answer for me. He inhales this car, and then all of a sudden, it seems like the bottom half of his body rips apart <laughs> to reveal the wheels below him. <laughs> um, is that? And it seems like everything that's large that he, in- he inhales, he sort of like still. Re- I I guess it's sort of in Kirby fashion that he inhales things and copies ability, but this thing. This seems more like he's just ripping parts of his body apart to take shape of <laughs> what he's <laughs> inhaling. Yeah.
1: I guess mouthful implies he's not swallowing it, mm. so it retains its shape and structure, whereas yes. other things he, he he swallows and pops out and then retains something from it. But here, it's he just wraps around it like, much like, uh remember the Wii had those like bumper cases. The like the Wii controller, the Wiimote, you had to put like that like yeah. silicone bumper mm-hmm. case yeah, around it. Looks, it. Yeah, yeah. That's what Kirby's doing. It, it's inspired by the Wiimote. Got it. <laughs> He's like
2: some kind of elastic <laughs> stretching himself across all these big objects.
1: Yeah. Um, what
0: do you guys think of this game after seeing another trailer for it? Curtis
3: um
2: I just haven't played a Kirby game in so long that it's hard to get excited for this one. I'm really curious to see how people like it. There's oh. just it comes down to the same thing of like if I had time and money to play it, I would play it you know. Yeah. There's just a lot of competition for my time and money in terms of video games these days. Fair. But, I mean, oh, sorry. it looks great. I think it looks great.
0: Paul, what do you think?
1: Yeah, so I was fully prepared to, like, ignore this trailer, but it, it caught my attention. I was like, it seems like someone at Nintendo was caught off guard by Super Mario Odyssey and was like, so you made Mario Kirby? And they're like, no, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> and they're like, well, can we just make a Kirby game like that? <laughs> and they're like, uh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> so this is, like, it should just be called Kirby Odyssey because, like, it's it's the very same premise of take over the the enemies and use their abilities to do things which has kind of always been Kirby's thing. I never really thought about that before, like, this trailer. But I was like, you did kind of steal Kirby's thing, Mario. (laughs) So good for Kirby for taking it back. Um, But, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by this. It might be like a, I don't know, play with the kids at some point when there's nothing else to play. Um, So it's not like a a day one thing. But I went from... Totally ignoring it to considering it. So good job, trailer.
0: It does have a co-op mode, which I... Oh,
1: I think, didn't even know that.
0: I think they... Maybe I'm wrong. I think they announced that, that in sounds pre- right. one of the yeah. previous trailers. So this one would be a fun one if I could get someone to just sit and, and play with me here and there. But I still kind of feel the same way after seeing this. I'm hopeful that I will like it, but at the same time, the last few Kirby games I've played were so easy that they were boring. Mm. And yeah, I I've can, heard that. Yeah, I can kind of get that sense from this trailer as well. Even though there's more happening, and this one makes it seem like that's less the case. Like I'm sure it won't be like the Dark Souls of Kirby or anything like that, but like mm-hmm. I I I wanna try this and I wanna like it, but I could also see myself getting bored with it.
1: See, that's a huge selling point for me. Yeah. Anything that like <laughs> my kids can actually play totally by themselves.
0: Mm, yes.
1: That's an attractive yeah, proposition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and see I probably fall Right in the middle of you and your kids. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um
0: that one comes oh, out. Also, oh also
2: the town building thing I thought that was funny.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Oh uh, yeah. It just seems interesting.
0: Yeah, I I liked that about it.
2: It's yeah. almost like they're making a collectathon because you're rescuing all the waddle Dees and then they build this town and then the town helps you out yeah that seems kind of fun
0: yeah i'm very excited to turn into a cone yeah, yeah that,
3: that oh,
2: one okay. made me a laugh i was like okay well, car vending machine should shoot soda cans that's kind of fun and, and a, then it was like turn a cone, into a cone. A, a cone what do you call it
1: pierce metal yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. Like, a cone can't do that a traffic <laughs> track could not break that pipe why not like a drill <laughs> okay kirby <laughs> So this tells us that Kirby's body must be extremely strong, you know, because he just needs the shape. He doesn't need the structural integrity or you know material integrity of the cone. He just needs the shape.
0: It's gonna it's gonna add to the Kirby lore.
1: Yeah, for S- sure.
0: Similar <laughs> to how Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus has informed me that. Pokemon can shrink, and that's how they fit into Pokeballs.
1: Oh, yes, this is important.
2: I I saw someone post that on Twitter. I was like, that's weird.
0: Yeah, I was very surprised to see that in that game.
2: I'm surprised not all Pokemon just shrink when they're threatened.
1: That's fair.
2: Where'd you go? I don't know. You shrunk. He's gone.
1: Well, it's just not honorable to shrink at a threat. Mm, Yeah, that's true. That's
0: fair. I mean, it does explain why when they, they faint in the wild they just kinda shrink into nothing.
1: <laughs> um that's why they that's why they never die. You know, they give it their best shot. Yeah. But then they're like, okay, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna die. Shrink time.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um next up we had an ad for MLB the show. Just a, a strange uh video overall and to me. I I had a hard time telling if the baseball players were real people or not for a little bit. And then there was two of them, but I guess they weren't twins. It was just like the same guy. And then, uh, they... yeah,
1: this guy's a super big deal in baseball, actually. Okay. He's like good to know. He's like a mind blowing baseball talent. Mm. Like that was the joke is that he's a crazy pitcher and he's a crazy hitter, which is super rare in baseball.
0: Got it. And then props to the the narrator who really channeled like an early 90s commercial.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: what a reveal that he was a puppet.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. And then really brought <laughs> home the 90s commercial <laughs> by being a puppet at the end.
3: But Just yeah.
2: a couple things on this for me. It makes me happy to see these third-party games like this i don't know i just like seeing a big variety of games on anything really so it makes me happy that this is coming also isn't this the weird thing where it's a playstation studio that makes this game or publishes it yeah i was gonna say this is actually a really big deal now on on switch
1: yeah and with cross play and cross progression yeah
2: that was the last thing i was gonna say which is really cool
1: quite the turn for playstation so Mm -hmm. they must have decided that they're going to be cool with that now because they were not before
0: i imagine playstation some some guy in the stats department is just shouting baseball sales are down (laughs) and they have (laughs) tons of meetings to solve it and this was the solution
1: (laughs) i mean so mlb the show is almost always in the top twenty games on PlayStation every year. Like right. it does pretty I stand well. Corrected. But it still could be that the sales are down. I think actually what happened was MLB pushed and said, We're kinda sick of being a PlayStation exclusive. Mm-hmm. We could make a lot more money and and you're gonna do that for us, or we're gonna pull the license. I think that's what happened. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. I do like the idea of a guy in the office whose entire job is just to watch the baseball sales. (laughs) He just—that's all he does every day—is just stare at his screen. It's like, oh wait, oh crap, they're going down. They're going
1: down. I also just like the the phrase "baseball sales are down." That's (laughs) very like there's something very American about that in general.
2: He's got like a button under one of those cases. He flips like the clear case open.
1: (laughs) Baseball sales are down. Huh? Baseball sales are down.
0: <laughs> we need a we need a new gift for the the Discord.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or this could be our first T-shirt.
1: <laughs> Baseball, sales, <laughs> Baseball are sales are down. <laughs> Just make a really cheesy graphic.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Kingdom Hearts Intergrum masterpiece. We're reminded it's coming out cloud-based kingdom hearts for switch great
1: square enix is the only the only publisher that believes in cloud versions of switch games yeah they did hitman cloud version um guardians of the galaxy cloud version is hitman square enix it used to be uh, okay yeah they bought they bought their independence but yeah, like I don't know. I have never talked to anyone who's ever played a cloud game on Switch. So I have no idea if it's a good I idea or not. I tried
2: the control once. They had the demo for it.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot.
2: I just tried it just to see what it was like. It's fine. It just feels weird to buy it and then stream it. Even though we do that yeah. with movies and music all the time.
1: <laughs> but you know that will work. Yeah. I'm still skeptical of the video game thing. <laughs>
0: uh next up we had klonoa one plus two coming in july platformer old game this was their collection segment by the way where yeah it was games with multiple entries coming out um, and followed by klonoa we had the portal companion collection the first two portal games coming to switch anything you guys got to say about that
1: Okay, did it? Well, I do have something to say about this. Okay. Isn't it super weird to you, the timing of this? Like, Steam is putting out the Steam Deck this year, which is clearly a Switch competitor.
0: And. This is why you're vice president of video games. I would have never thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is really I interesting think, oh, yeah.
2: I feel like I actually yeah. heard somewhere where portal 2 is gonna come included on the steam deck on steam deck if you buy it you get it added to your account um I also I don't imagine valve is worried about sales on like being taken away from steam because yeah, like I feel like they've sold so many copies on that by now.
1: It, yeah, it's just like weird timing. It's like yeah. we're going to drop a Steam competitor and we're going to port what could be like a a good sales pitch for our competitor to the competitor. Like it's just interesting to me. It's like okay, I guess they really want to sh- like show that they're playing nice and that and they think there's room for yeah. both of these systems. It's not that direct I, of a yeah. competition
2: i could see that too because it's i mean the steam deck is like open an open platform you can install windows on it and everything and yeah you could be playing your games on from your epic game store account on there and you yeah. need soft account and whatever else on your pc and yeah. also i still think the big pitch of the steam deck is the all the people who already have a steam account with hundreds of games and then they look at it and say, I can play all these on the go all of a sudden. Right. Like, they wouldn't have to buy games. Like, it's weird that the Steam Deck is a console that you can buy and you already have games for it, probably. Right. You wouldn't have to go buy or build a new library.
0: Curtis, this is why you're yeah. also the vice president of video games.
2: <laughs> I'm vice vice president.
0: <laughs> a promotion may be in your future. Ooh. <laughs> Um next up we had a Japan only game getting a remaster? I wasn't quite quite sure on that or just a port. It's a remake. Remake. Great.
2: I looked a little bit into this because I thought this was really interesting.
0: Yeah, live alive coming July twenty second, uh, twenty twenty two. This game looks awesome. Like this one really grabbed my attention where I was like yeah. I don't have time for rpgs nowadays but this one might be the one that i i attempt to start
2: that's exactly what i thought too this might be a a surprise purchase do you want some history on it
0: yeah give us a a brief history
2: i don't have very much but i'll tell you something um so yeah so it wasn't cool perfect never released (laughs) outside of japan um, it is a remake, from what I understand. I don't know if this is a Super Nintendo game or what, but it's remade into the same style as uh, Octopath Traveler* and *Triangle Strategy* is. It's two point five HD, however they call it. Yeah. Um, but the I don't even want to call it a gimmick because this is it's wild. But the game works where um, you have a bunch of different scenarios to play through that are in different time periods. And um, so, like, for example, there's all the way from, like, a prehistoric one. I don't know if you noticed that in the trailer where there's, like, a bunch of cavemen, yeah. but they weren't really talking because language hadn't been developed yet. So there's, like, emoting, essentially, which I thought was kind of funny. And then there's, like, a Western, and there's, like, one... Yeah, Imperial China, and there's a Japan one where you're, like, some kind of ninja, all the way up to, like, in the future where you're in space and stuff. But somehow, apparently, after you play all of them, they intertwine into a last thing, and, like, they're all connected into an overall story somehow. I have no idea how, but... That's really cool. Apparently, that's how it works, which is super cool. And also... A lot of talented people from big games worked on it. Um, like the soundtrack was composed by the same person. Yoko Shimomura is her name. And she worked on Street Fighter 2 and Kingdom Hearts and Super Mario RPG and more. Oh, wow. A lot of other stuff. Like there's a lot of big names attached to this game.
0: Yeah, really cool. Anyway, I, I was I'm surprised for it. when I saw the beginning and I was like, all right, something else not for me, and then I kept watching and I was like, oh wait, this looks awesome.
2: Paul? Yeah, it's very interesting.
0: Will it sway you?
1: Probably not, but I'm looking at it again because you guys are so into it. I totally just glossed over it.
0: Fair. I've said fair a lot this episode. I gotta stop doing that. I gotta, gotta buy at the source. Next up is a uh, Nintendo Switch Sports. Uh, basic- Whoa! Yeah, 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 a surprise <laughs> announcement. Uh, big, basically, better looking Wii Sports.
2: Is it better looking though?
0: I like Ooh. the look better than <laughs> <All> Wii Sports.
2: <laughs> I don't like the. Not Miis.
1: So I have seen people asking, like, are those Miis? Like, is there going to be a Mii update along with this? But then when they showed, like, the Nintendo guys play, they looked like regular Miis.
2: But they still had the same, like,
1: bodies as all the other
2: characters, I guess you call them characters in the game. I noticed that too, yeah. I just don't like the new character designs they're using instead of Mees because it now it looks like all the other Wii Sport knockoffs that came out on the Wii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't like. That's the only reason I really don't like those guys.
0: That makes sense.
2: I, I miss the Mees. I mean, I don't even need like the weird floating fear hands. Like give them the regular bodies, whatever. I just I want to keep the Mii heads. I think they're funny.
0: I wish they would have used similar character models as the ones in New Donk City and Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> there
3: you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember off the top of my head. It's bowling, uh, sword fighting,
1: tennis, tennis, volleyball, uh, yeah, volleyball, badminton, and and soccer. soccer. Oh yeah, and soccer.
0: And then golf is coming later. Um
1: then and the-, the physical version comes with a leg strap to play soccer with your actual leg.
0: That is true. Same leg strap or, for Ring Fit Adventure.
1: Yeah, as I was
2: gonna say, if you're yeah. cool enough to own Ring Fit Adventure, you already have it.
0: Um there were a few things that struck me during this moment. I really liked watching the uh, woman who is moving.
1: Yeah. During the, <laughs> the uh, like, example the motion. The, yeah.
0: Yeah, and like you see the character playing volleyball, like jumping up and spiking the ball, and she's lightly bringing <laughs> her hand with the Joy-Con down, it doesn't match the uh, motion at all. Um, and then we have the. Uh, awkward moment where we watched them play volleyball for longer than we we needed to.
2: I think the narration is more (laughs) awkward uh, for me.
1: And it's like, we get it. Like, it's volleyball. You didn't need to show this much. Like, we all understand immediately.
2: (laughs) I also like, they were like, oh, we do have a presentation to get back to.
0: (laughs) It kind of reminded me Mm. of the Chance Time Awards when Mike Struckerberg came on. <laughs> um but yeah, it was uh and then there was I forget the guy's name, but there was the part the guest who came to play volleyball with the uh the main presenter. There was the part where he flew away. Which I thought also thought was an interesting choice.
1: <laughs> Just like Mike did. Yeah. That's true. Someone at Nintendo is listening to the Chance Time Award. They're like yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the idea to steal. That's the one. Yeah.
0: Um Oh man. Although Mike he's he sprouted wings and flew away. Um Honestly, pretty excited about this. It's one of those games that I feel like people wanted this instead of one, two switch and this is something like I can bring home at Christmas time and be like, Hey, anyone want to play around to tennis with me? And people will have fun. And it looks like the joy con motions are much more accurate than the we than the motions Wii. were. Yeah. Which
2: still simple too. I feel like, yeah, like I was looking, I was watching it and thinking I could play this with my kids and, you know, oh, yeah. they're three and five years old. And it's like, I could do that. Let's make sure they have the straps on and we're good to go.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. My kids will go nuts for this. And they, you know, have never played Wii Sports. So it's really fun to, like, literally have a new generation get into this. I think they'll go crazy.
0: Yeah. Sweet good one. All right. Any more thoughts on sports?
2: I just think it's honestly a pretty big deal. And I think it's going to sell a
0: lot.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, isn't... I mean, we did our whole game guessing top sales of all time. Wasn't Wii Sports pretty high?
2: Yeah, it was pretty high up there. I don't remember uh, its I... exact rank, but... Uh,
0: yeah, I can't remember either. But,
1: but yeah, it's going to sell like crazy. Yeah. Guaranteed.
0: All right, next up we have taiko tesujin rhythm festival every time i see one of these games i'm tempted to buy the plastic drum you can get for it (laughs) and i know i would have a great time just like hitting this small plastic drum um other than that i don't think i would want to play this on just like a normal controller but they Uh... keep making these games so there's an audience
1: what game had the, the Donkey Kong bongos on 64?
0: Uh, it was the GameCube, and it was Donkey yeah. Konga.
1: Yeah. Where's the port or remake of that, is my question.
0: I will let you know, <laughs> I played a lot of Donkey Konga when it came out, and I was so excited when I saw... I forget what they it was called, but they used to have this truck that would drive around with Nintendo games. Hmm. Um, oh yeah. 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 I forget what it was called though. And I saw the truck at six flags, magic mountain when I was there. And I was so excited because they had donkey Kong gun. And I was like, time to show off my skills. <laughs> 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 and It is a great experience. I don't feel like I did any better than anyone else would, but, it was still, I had a great time with that game, and I I feel like this game has been along, or been around longer, and I think there's like a secret hardcore fan base for the the Taiko Tatsujin games.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah.
2: But really though, why don't they do a Donkey Konga port and you could just use the Joy Cons, the motion oh,
0: controls? This, yeah. And when you do the clapping, you clap the Joy-Cons together.
2: Yeah, you smack them <laughs> together. The harder you do it, the louder they are. It's fun.
1: But you have to hit them precisely so that, like, the bumper buttons are pressed on both. Yeah. Like, you have to do it so perfectly that both Joy-Cons get both <laughs> bumper buttons pressed. It's
0: a winning formula. <laughs> Alright, uh, next up we were reminded Triangle Strategy is still coming out on March New 4th. demo. New demo.
1: I downloaded it.
0: Ooh, I'm excited to hear yeah, about it that.
1: Yeah, it said you can play all the way through Chapter 3. That sounds like a significant portion of the game. They did the
2: they same did thing with Octoneth. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they also did the very even more so with... Uh, uh, I forgot the name now. Dragon Quest. Yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can I play mean, like up to like 10 hours of that yeah. game.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what convinced me to buy that game is I, I blew through those first 10 hours, and I was like, <laughs> I guess I like this game, and I know I will like it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and then the progress carries over to your purchase, so it's a good system, yeah. honestly. Yeah.
0: It's awesome. Um, I'm excited about this game, though. I don't know if I'm more excited for this or Advance Wars. And I don't know if I will do both since they're so close. Right. Um, don't
2: forget uh, Metal Slug.
0: Less excited about Metal Slug, I'll admit.
2: And don't forget Front Mission first. Mm. And the sequel that's coming later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And Mario rabbits. Uh,
2: and Mario rabbits. There's so the many. What's
0: called? But yeah. Uh, then we were reminded again. Cuphead DLC, Delicious Last Course coming out. Nothing really new there.
2: When does uh, that come out again?
0: Um, summer sometime. I can't remember. I think there's an exact date, June or July. I can't remember. Um, then. Metroid Dread is getting some free DLC. Basically, a one-hit mode and an easy mode. And then later, a boss rush mode is coming. Cool. I
2: mean, there's got to be people who want one-hit modes, but yeah. what the heck?
1: It's yeah, cool. that sounds mega brutal.
0: Yeah, that they're, sh- that they're supporting it more. I don't know if this needed to be in the direct. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think they should at least have a mode that's like you can't die. Yeah. Like, you don't get a retry. Like, if you die, you're done. But one-hit mode seems intense.
0: <laughs> I think I'd be more excited about new story content or something like that.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
0: But, yeah, Boss Rush they're
2: is They're cool. supporting it.
0: Yeah, that is always Oh, yeah, nice. and Boss
2: Rush is cool. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about the Boss Rush.
0: I'm curious to know if that will be something you can play straight out the gate or like it's based on which bosses you've already fought or if you can yeah. just fight all the bosses. Um, All right. Then what was the exact phrasing? Next up, something is bound for the Nintendo Switch or something like yes. that. I
3: think mean, that's
2: what
0: yes. they said.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's not Mother 3.
0: <laughs> yeah. But being added to Nintendo Switch Online is Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings, which did the original Mother have an English translation? And was it called Earthbound Beginnings or is this like a new translation? No,
2: it's I mean, it's not a new. The new translation came out on the Wii U on the virtual console. And that's when they called it Earthbound Beginnings. Okay. in Japan, it was called Mother. Got it. So yeah, it's, it looks like they're just bringing that new translation they did on the Wii U to this, yeah, to the
0: Switch. Um, cool. There are a lot of people who wanted this on Nintendo Switch Online, and they delivered.
2: Surprised it took so long.
0: Yeah. I. I'm curious what you guys will think of this. Part of me wants to have some sort of goal to beat at least one game from every character represented in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. (laughs) That's so many games. I know. But, I mean, if you clump all the Marios together, it's not as bad. That's true. You can clump
2: all the Pokemons in.
0: Yeah. I guess it more comes from a specific game that was announced later in the the thing, but I just am curious as like these are iconic game characters. Like I feel like I especially since I own an an amiibo for most of these I should probably have played at least one of game from each franchise. And Earthbound is one that I have started a couple times and have never beat. So still good. Yeah.
2: It's the the only thing that I feel like hasn't aged super well is the UI. Like digging through menus to do stuff, which you do a lot in RPGs. Yeah. This is a little clunky.
0: Yeah.
2: Other than that, though, it's a great game. And still one of my favorite endings ever in a video game.
0: All right. Um, Then we had a little compilation of games. I'll just read them. Zombie, Army, 4, Dead War, Fumaden, Undying Moon, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, The Hinokami Chronicles, Lego Brawls, and Two Point Campus. They're all coming eventually to the Switch. I li- I'm really impressed
2: how well you said some of those.
0: No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked this segment mostly because they took gameplay fu- footage and made them dance to the music, or like do weird things to the music, and they kind of had like a cool beat going. Other than that, not interested in any of these games.
2: Actually, looked up the the. I'm not gonna say as well as you did. Getsu and Undying Moon. That was because the the art style looked really cool.
0: Yeah, that one looked pretty decent. That's the
2: only one that stuck out to me though.
0: All right, now to the big announcement. They uh, tease us with, and now some news for for Mario Kart fans or something like that. So everybody's on the edge of their seat. Is it Mario Kart 9? It is not. We have gotten DLC for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Six DLCs will be coming out in the next year. Each with eight levels each, giving us a total of 48 new levels coming to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, It's $25. First, uh, first one comes in early March. I forget the exact date. Paul, we haven't heard from you in a while. What do you think of this news?
1: Well, wasn't it someone's prediction at some point? It was Kurt that Curtis's. they do, yeah, like Mario Kart All Stars, basically. Yeah, everywhere is
0: here was Curtis's phrasing. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. <good> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> everywhere is here. <laughs> I mean,
1: that's basically what they're doing, right? Yeah. Um, I think they're like. Here's my question: Like Mario Kart is the best-selling game on Switch. Do you think they're leaving money on the table? by making this DLC. Like, I think there's a lot of people out there that have a Switch and the Mario Kart card, and they don't bother with online connection pretty much at all. And so not making this just Mario Kart 9 might be leaving a lot of money on the table, because those people would buy Mario Kart 9, but they might not bother to buy DLC and download every pack and... Uh, yeah it's just like is enough is enough of the audience tuned in enough for DLC compared to just like literally you could call it Mario Kart All-Stars um and you could sell it for 60 bucks instead of 25 um I don't know but the point is Coconut Mall <laughs> So, I'll probably be buying this.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. When that music came on, I was like, oh, yeah, coconut mall. Here we go. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. To your point, I think they're probably basing this on Smash Bros. Ultimate yeah. DLC. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, I kind of feel like this is just kind of like laziness. <laughs> of
1: just like it's easy, easy money yeah
0: yeah easy money they can have a smaller development team doing stuff it's all existing levels and so they're taking stuff even from mario kart tour the the mobile mario kart game yeah
1: uh-huh. um
0: i do think i was very surprised at this i do think it's a interesting decision i i I feel like there there is that audience that you were talking about, Paul, of who would just see new Mario Kart and buy that over figuring out DLC and stuff like that. Yeah. Um But I'm sure that Smash Bros Ultimate character packs got them a lot of money and they're I don't know, it's I also wonder if this is a ploy to get Mario Kart 8 as the highest selling game of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Curtis, what do you think?
2: Well, first the bad news. All right. We're not getting a new Mario Kart for a really long time.
1: (laughs) A really long time.
2: Maybe the next Switch we'll get one. Maybe... I feel like the earliest we're going to get it is the launch title for the next Switch. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> At point. At this rate. And it's going to be Mario Kart 10. Because Mario Kart 9 already came out. It's called Mario Kart Tour.
3: <laughs> okay. This is, you, can can call, you can
2: call this an official prediction.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can see them doing that. That's very Nintendo.
2: Because really, they didn't start numbering Mario Karts until, what, 7, I think? Right before 8? Yeah,
0: 7 was the first. Oh.
2: Anyway. <clears throat> um yeah, I think they just Mario Kart this current Mario Kart just keeps selling. It hasn't really slowed down at all. So, I don't think they're really in a rush to make a whole new one and leave all those potential sales behind. But there's yeah, and at the same time, so many people have bought Mario Kart 8 that if they just make this DLC for it, that's a whole bunch of people, a big audience that could buy it, and <clears throat> when I, the only people I feel like, Paul, that you mentioned that wouldn't buy this are probably, like, kids, yeah. <laughs> who have to get their parents to buy it, um, but I wouldn't be surprised, I wonder if that's why they're doing it in Waves, too, maybe this isn't the exact reason why, but now that's, what, six times they get to put it on the news channel, so when the kid boots up his Switch to play Mario Kart or whatever Good else. Point. And then they see it on the side and say, Look, mom, more Mario Kart. And then the parents go, Oh, it's only $25. We can do that kind of a thing. I wonder if that's part of it. Um, the third one, though, and I think this is also a big deal, is it's part of their expansion pack for their Nintendo Switch Online service.
3: Yeah. And I feel like they're just using, they're also using this to push the expansion pack more. Um, it's just another thing you can get with it.
0: Is it just me, or did the preview for these new levels. And by the way, it's called Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pack, is the official title. But did the. It seemed to me, and this could just be my poor eyesight, the preview for these new levels didn't look as good high fidelity as Mario Kart 8 Deluxe looks. Like
1: I d- I did think that too.
0: Like something seemed weird about like the characters, even the courses almost as if it was like a direct port from Mario Kart Tour.
2: <laughs> that was the only one that I thought looked weird and I can't decide if it's because visually like graphically it looked worse or if it it was just weird to see like the Eiffel Tower in the Mario game. Mm. <laughs> I can't, I can't figure it out. But yeah, that threw me off a little bit. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping, like, even looking at like a picture of the, uh, like, preview on YouTube for the, the DLC. Like something seems off to me about the carts and the the character models, but. It could just be like promotional imaging or I don't know. Um. So here's, here's some stats for you guys. There's 96 going to be 96 courses in total. <laughs> I don't know how, how Mario Kart tour works. I have not downloaded it, but let's say rough estimate. Each game has approximately four cups worth of new tracks which turns out to be about 16 uh, per game. So we multiply that by eight Mario Karts. There's about 128 tracks you can you can have, and that's not an exact number or anything. And adding Mario Kart Tour, it's probably uh, even more tracks. But the question is, which tracks are getting left out? <laughs>
1: The worst of the worst.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of the Super Nintendo ones will get left out.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because those were always like, Donut Planes 1, Donut Planes 2, Donut Planes 3.
0: And those ones actually require work to recreate. (laughs) Which they did in Mario Kart 8. There's a few of those ones. I
2: feel like if they're going for nostalgia, they're going to do most, if not... Well, they're not going to do all of them, I don't think. I don't imagine. But a lot of the Nintendo 64 ones, I feel like, are probably the most nostalgic for people, maybe.
0: Yeah. I was I was kind of wondering, too, during the Nintendo Switch Sports, if we've entered the era where now people are nostalgic for the Wii. Because for a while, yeah, I, I mean, feel they like,
2: did do coconut mall with yeah, the music and everything.
0: I feel like for a while, it's been GameCube. All the kids who grew up with GameCube are the ones like, oh, GameCube is the best. And I feel like I was in the N64 era of being like, N64 is the best and bringing my 64 to college and stuff. And But I wonder if we're getting to the era where all the kids who grew up with Wii's are in college now and talking about their Wii days.
2: Yeah. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, just an interesting fact. I just looked up the Booster Course Pass. Th- wave one, three of the eight tracks are from Mario Kart Tour.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot of Mario Kart Tour. Yeah, levels.
2: Part of me is okay with that though, because they're they're going to actually feel the most new, <clears throat> right? In me at least,
0: a hundred percent. I right. don't
2: know how popular Mario Kart Tour is, but. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, playing a new level that I haven't played before in Mario Kart 8 will be exciting. Yeah. Um. And one of the other levels was Chaco Mountain, which looked pretty yeah,
3: fresh. I noticed that one.
0: Whatever they did with it, I was yeah. excited to play Chaco Mountain.
2: Are you guys surprised at all that this hasn't happened yet already? Yes. This seems like a thing they could have done like two years ago at this point.
1: Yeah, I think. At least.
2: If not earlier. Smash
1: Bros. really solidified that Nintendo DLC can work. And so I think this is probably the first of many. I think Nintendo will be on the DLC train for a while because of Smash Bros.
0: This also seems like the easiest way to continue the smash bros hype yeah like everybody's wondering what the new smash bros character is going to be but now that there's no more of those it's not as exciting but there will be people being like i wonder what the next eight courses are going to be if it's going to be my favorite level
1: it would have been really interesting if it was every wave will also include a new character then they really could have done that yeah that's true
2: I would have been a lot more excited if they had done that, honestly.
1: Yeah. Maybe they will. I wonder I yeah, I wonder if there will be any new characters. Like maybe four of the eight waves will have a new character. I don't know. I also wonder, like, will there be new any new vehicles? Or is it is it purely courses and we're not gonna touch anything else?
0: Will the uh things i've seen of mario kart tour be involved where they just have like vampire waluigi and stuff like that
3: right
1: that that is a good question (laughs) i
2: would be a lot more excited though if they were including characters or something with it
1: yeah yeah
2: that's my biggest complaint with mario kart 8 is the uh
0: the small roster
2: selection the roster isn't it feels extra small because there's, like, half of it's Koopalings and then there's, like,
1: yeah,
2: what, three or four different types of Mario you can play. <laughs> well, and it's, Peach. like,
1: there's some crossover characters, but it's, like, we don't really want to commit to it. Yeah, it's, like, just go for thing. it. Like, if you're going to do some, do a lot. <laughs> like, why hold that?
2: But then they, I don't know, they don't have, like, there's no, is there, Diddy Kong's not even in it which I've always thought was really weird. I I miss Funky Kong. Like, there's a lot of... Donkey Donkey Kong's the only Donkey Kong character in it, which I think is weird. Hmm. They could add King Boo and Piranha Plant. Like, they've done those characters before already. It feels Mm -hmm. weird that they're not adding them back in now to me. But, I don't know. That's just my take. Courses are probably more exciting in the end, just because that's what you actually race on. That's really, I guess, the real content of Mario Kart.
0: Yeah, for and still. for me, if I'm being real with myself, I don't care who they add. I'm gonna choose Pink Gold Peach every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, crazy, but I'll I'll, I'll buy it.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm probably gonna buy it too, cause my kids still love Mario Kart.
0: Yeah, and that will be a fun couple weeks. I probably will want to get like gold in the cups as well, or the three stars or whatever they they do now, which I think is yeah. always fun. So it will it'll get me back into Mario Kart for sure. All right. Finally, the last announcement of the day. Um I don't know how else to say this. Xenoblade Chronicles (laughs) three. I don't know how to set that up.
1: Every time Go ahead. Every time there's a Xenoblade Chronicles, they frame it as if it's a huge, huge deal. Like it's always like at the end of the Direct or it's You know, they they put like they treat it like one of their biggest franchises. Mm -hmm. And. Why do they do
0: that, I guess, is my question. (laughs) I found myself asking the same exact question, (laughs) Um, which is also part of the reason why I was like. I kind of want to play all these games where they're featured in Smash Bros. Just because. I don't know anything about this, and when I see it, I don't have any desire to, but they're making a third one. And so they believe in it for some reason. Uh, I looked it up. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 sold 1.92 million. But that number has not been updated since... December 31st, 2019. So it's possible it's sold more than that, but I I don't think it's... My guess is it's probably not past the 3 million mark. And then uh, Xenoblade Chronicles... Where is it? Definitive Edition. As of March 31st, 2021, has sold 1.52 million copies. So these are both... In the top 50 most selling games. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is the 39th best selling Switch game. And the first the remake of the first one is the 42 or 42nd best selling. So breaking a million copies is nothing to to scoff at, but at the same time. It doesn't like none of these other franchises that have sold much more have gotten multiple entries in the Switch's life cycle. So I don't know. It it is curious to me why they keep making it. I know one guy, uh, our friend Wes, who has played Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and that's the only person I know who's played a a Xenoblade game. Yeah. Have you played any of these, Curtis?
2: No, I haven't. I have... I started Xenoblade X on the Wii U, because I'm that cool. Mm-hmm. But I hardly played it.
1: Well, there you go.
2: Um, I don't know, man.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I remember... Not only do I not know people who have played it, but Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I just remember people just trashing it as just, like, a bad game. Um, i
2: heard lots of people like it, though.
1: Yeah. But, like, there's a whole, like, Pyra, Mithra, like, she's your girlfriend, she's your sister, she's your weapon. like, Like, that's just weird. Um, and then I remember people just being like, this game is like 80% tutorial. Um, but maybe that was just the people that I saw reviewing it. And obviously people like it. I just don't know them.
3: Who are these people? I wonder if it's like big in Japan or something that we're not aware of.
0: That's what I was wondering, and that's why I looked up the sales. Yeah, because yeah. Splatoon Two is at twelve point six eight million, and I know yeah. that's big in Japan, and that yeah. that number kind of tracks.
1: But see, like Splatoon Two sold. What was that? Twelve times what Xenoblade Two sold? Uh, uh, qu-
0: not quite six times, because it's yeah, almost okay. at two million.
1: It's, it's almost two million, but it's like, well, yeah. Why do we treat Xenoblade Chronicles like this? What it's just, like, it just does not seem to be a top tier franchise, but they treat it like it is consistently. And it's like, yeah, it's it has a following, but it just doesn't seem to deserve what it gets from Nintendo. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird to me.
3: It Maybe it's because
1: it's a different kind of Nintendo franchise. Like, it is the only Nintendo franchise. No, that's not even true. It's like their main, like, pure JRPG franchise. Like... Fire Emblem isn't really a JRPG even though it's kind of like it borrowed a lot from Persona especially lately and like Pokemon is also is kind of a JRPG but is not so maybe it's just it gives them some, some cred I guess like we can do different kinds of games and do them well people will like it I don't know
0: yeah
2: I wonder if they're also just trying to... Yeah, like it's a newer franchise for them, I feel like, too. Or at least it's doing better lately, so they're trying to push it more. I wonder.
3: I don't know.
0: Here's what I'm going to say. One day I will buy one of these games and play them and report (laughs) to you guys. Just out of curiosity. It might not be anytime soon. Um. But maybe if I have a lull in Switch, a Switch game, maybe I'll check it out. You do
2: know, it's worth it. I do know my five year old think Pyra and
0: Mithra are both
2: very pretty. <laughs> and they're, I think Mithra, is that the blonde one? I think she's one of her favorite Smash characters now.
1: Well, there you go.
0: That is that is the perfect way to close our discussion <laughs> on the Nintendo Direct. A lot of cool stuff, like we were, were saying. Um, it's a good variety. Yeah. Something for everyone, I feel. Uh, real quick. Thing you are most excited for, Curtis? Hmm.
2: Honestly, it might be that weird live-alive game.
0: That'd look really cool.
2: It's so intriguing to me that there's this huge, like, super successful game in Japan that I've never heard of ever in my life. Yeah. And now it's just randomly being not just like ported, but it's like remade and being brought over. So it's either that or. Yeah, sorry, you said one. So just that one.
3: Yeah. All
0: right. <laughs> um paul
1: i think it's got to be nintendo switch sports i cannot wait for my tv to be broken by my kids going crazy (laughs) those straps on there
0: that's great
3: i
1: one thing one
2: thing quick about switch sports i was thinking the other day about how i don't ever really use my joy cons I use like one pair and one pair just slowly the battery dies and then I randomly use them like once a year for something else and I'm like, oh crap, the battery's dead. Switch Sports would give it something to do. That's all.
3: (laughs) True. Yeah,
1: I I guess I also can't wait to probably buy another pair of (laughs) 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 Joy-Cons because of Switch Sports. (laughs) Uh,
0: I'm going to say I might be most excited for Mario Strikers. I think that's number two for me. Yeah. It looks like a great time. I am going to try as hard as I can to get a group together a few times to just have like a a good time. And maybe even I'll have four friends who want to play online with me here and there for a spell. But Mario Kart 8 is close second for me. I'm just curious as to that whole situation
3: yeah
0: um or were you gonna say something Curtis no well we've recorded for one hour and 57 minutes at this point I do have a game and I do have the willingness to still do the game but if you guys are ready to end we can save it for next week
2: didn't you say you wanted to save it for
1: next week?
0: Uh I was 50/50 on that.
1: Uh we have reader mail.
2: Yeah, we have a really important email we need to get to that we missed.
0: Oh yes, that I'm glad that you guys remembered that. Let's get to that. It's really long.
2: I got it pulled up. I'll just read it real real quick here.
0: Okay. <laughs> Please do.
2: It's I'm not gonna give any background to this. It's from our friend Riley Riley Creer. He says, "Hey Chance Time, how did Curtis make 15 cents?" Cheers, Riley. <laughs> that's the email.
0: Please reveal your secrets, Curtis. Oh,
2: right. Sorry. Um, I sold a trading card on Steam. That's that's it.
0: Is that pretty easy to do?
2: It's a lot easier than I thought it was gonna be. I just randomly, I just noticed like, oh, like I can sell these. So I just put it on there and it's like, here's like, it gives you like a, uh, what do you call it? A range of what that trading card would sell for. So I was like, okay, I don't know. I guess I'll put it in the middle and then I forgot about it. And then like a week or two later, I just randomly said, hey, your trading card sold. There's 15 cents in your account. Like, oh, cool. <laughs>
0: um, that reminds me of a hot steam tip that I want to share with everybody. Are you guys aware of your profile level?
1: Yes. So how
2: do you make that go up?
0: So the way to make it go up is if you have a full set of trading cards, you get a badge and badges give you more experience and that makes the level go up. So how they trick you is they When you play a game, you get a set number of free trading cards. Let's say it's a set of five. You'll get like three trading cards. And then your Mm. other friends will have different trading cards that they get. And you can trade them with them or you could buy them to complete the badge. But you have to put like a minimum of $5 in your Steam account in order to buy them. Even though the cards are only like eight cents. And the number is basically useless, so why would you put money on it to do this? One way to get a badge that's really easy to get your level up that I've been doing is when you buy games, you get Steam Points, which is another currency they have. (laughs) Very cool. The points are equal to how much you spend on the game, or they're exponential to that or something um you can buy you can use these points to buy like emojis or animated stickers to use in the chat or like backgrounds for your profile things of that nature but in the point shop you can also see a tab that says seasonal badge and i'll usually use all my points to buy that which also gives you a ton of experience and it is the reason why I'm at level forty on Steam right now. <laughs> but like the points don't really do anything. So, you... and you... I never use the emojis or anything. So I was like, why not make myself high on my friends list? Because that's the other benefit of being having a high level is if you're friends with someone, you show up first on their friends list if you have the highest <laughs>
1: number. <laughs> this is. Very good to know. I had no idea.
2: Well, I just bought the level one seasonal batch and now I just went up a whole level.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm only at level fourteen. I'm a loser.
0: I think at I forget what level you start doing this, but every after you get to that point, every ten levels you can also add a new showcase or I forget what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, showcase yeah. to your thing um and i currently have 3 showcase slots but i only use 2 of them but if people go to their, your profile you can show different things like how what your some of your favorite achievements are or how many games you own and stuff like that all aesthetic stuff that doesn't matter but still pretty interesting to me so did i
1: spend 37,000 steam points on this badge.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, you're going to get a high level doing that. So I think just out of curiosity, I think is does that upgrade the badge all the way to level 40?
1: No, 40 is 40,000 points. Okay. But the 37 is an owl. And I like that design better than the (laughs) forty. That was. I think it
2: does because I just bought the first level, which was a thousand, and now everything's one thousand points cheaper.
1: Yeah,
0: and so my my seasonal badge is currently at eighteen, and the forty is twenty two thousand for me right now. Wow. Well. I hope that answered answered your question, Riley.
2: Yeah, I just <laughs> I just bought level five because now nah, I'm just curious. That's all the points I had though. But it gave me all the other previous badges too.
1: Oh, you get all the badges. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: So I just bought four more.
0: So you get all of them, but in your badge uh... Oh,
2: I'm only they only put me up two levels though. What a ripoff.
0: Yeah, in your badges on your Steam profile, only one will show up, and it will show which level you've purchased up to.
1: Wow! I just jumped six levels. (laughs) I bought level 13 because I liked the owl design.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well.
2: Oh, man, I clicked on the badges button on my profile, and now it's showing me... Oh, uh, how many cards I have for each game some of these I'm only missing one I can see how this would be like I need to get more
0: yeah huh. and, and that one's an easy one to do it where it's addicting in the way it's just like every time I buy a new game I can use these useless points to make myself higher on my other friends lists <laughs> <laughs> Paul you're now number three on my list just want to let uh,
1: you know yes <laughs> Yeah, I have I had 49,000 Steam points cuz I never use them for anything. Yeah. Um except I did buy the entire wingspan Steam profile that gave me like an animated avatar an animated uh avatar border and animated background. Um that's like the only thing I've ever spent Steam points on.
0: Yeah, I have I bought some like emoticons from different games. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm just like, I'll just dump these into these badges. (laughs) Well, on that note, I think it is time for us to end. Um, If you want to contact us in any way, you can email us at chancetimepodcast at gmail.com. You can join our discord server, which I am going to put a link that will expire in one week. uh, Because I think that's how Discord works. I
2: also don't know how else to do it.
0: Yeah, and so if you're listening and want to join the Discord server, uh, and it's over a week since we posted this episode, the link won't work, but next week's episode we'll try to provide a new link until we find out a better way (laughs) to do this. Um, Or if you know us in real life, just ask us for the link. And
2: you can email us and ask for a link too.
0: That's true. Um, Other than that, thanks for coming to see James. Happy Nintendo direct day. Look forward to next week's episode with uh about yearly gaming franchises with Nick nice. Nick Hargraves will be joining us. We should really Thanks, everybody. have a sign. And off. we're out.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Goodbye everybody.